the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and I have the best news in the whole world for you today. I know you're going to appreciate my effort, but we are not, and that's capital N-O-T. We are not talking politics. I don't care what you call. Gil's going to dump you faster than you can get two words out of your mouth, but we're not talking politics. We talk cars. We'll talk about any kind of car or truck you want. We'll do whatever you want when it comes to cars and the maintenance of cars and what kind of a problem you have, what kind of a symptom you have, what kind of story you want to tell me in, in, in a, a clear and concise way. That's what we do. So if you'd like to start the process and start the conversation, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. Gil handles the phone, and we'll get you on just as quickly as we can. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Tom, who owns Action Auto Repair at I-17 in Deer Valley. Action Auto Repair is a full-service, family-owned auto repair shop that served the Deer Valley and the North Phoenix area since 1983. So no matter what kind of car you have, he's a good place to stop by first. You can even have an oil change there, done there and compare your shop with his shop. Perhaps he wins, perhaps he loses, but that's a good way to determine whether your shop's better than somebody else's shop. Tom has ASE Master Certified Technicians. They know how to diagnose the car, they know how to fix it, and they know how to verify the repairs proper. So if you're looking for a repair shop and you live in the I-17 and Deer Valley area, I'd like to suggest Action Auto Repair, Northwest Corner, I-17 and Deer Valley. All right, you've got some... Dirk, good morning to you. Dirk, we're going to take you right off the bat. How can I help you? Well, that's great. Hey, listen, I have a 93S10 V6. Suddenly lost power. Absolutely just about stalled, but I kept it running. Won't idle. Um, I'm able to drive up with no power. You know, I have to keep the revs up when I stop, so I have to drop it into drive to get it going and chirp the tires. Um, I took it to one of your recommended places and they said they didn't have the diagnostic equipment or the technicians that know vehicles that old. Okay. How many miles are on it? 270,000 and it's been cared for extremely well. A lot of PM and I've never had a problem like this that I couldn't solve. Well, who, Dirk, who's been handling the repairs up until this point? Yours truly. Okay, all right. Well, I think the first thing I would take it to is a is an exhaust shop. Call a, a muffler shop close by and ask them if they can check the catalytic converter. Um, if the catalytic converter plugs up, 
that will affect the idle and that'll cause the engine to lose half or three quarters of its power. So this could be an exhaust issue. So call a muffler shop and say, How, can you check my cat? Now, most guys are going to check it three, three different ways. They're going to drill a hole or blow a hole with a torch in the front of the catalytic converter in the pipe, in front of it and the pipe behind it. They're going to bring the RPMs up high, and they're going to put their hands over the two holes. If the front hole in front of the catalytic converter is blowing out exhaust like a 400-mile-an-hour tornado and the back wind won't blow out a match in your hand, then that means the thing in between those two holes is plugged solid. So you may need a cat, and if that's the case, you're going to be $250 to $400. If yeah. they say your cat's fine, you're going to have to find another repair shop, call around and ask everybody if they've got the equipment and the knowledge to diagnose your 4.393 GMC product. So no idle can be a whole lot of things. Idle air control motor, a huge vacuum leak, a bad power brake booster. It can be an EGR valve that's stuck wide open. It can be a base gasket on that throttle body that are bad. So I can't tell you what's the matter with it, but I think you should just and, and talk to your neighbors and friends and ask them who yeah. they use. So it's 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 starting. To, let's start at the exhaust first, and then let's move on from there after we we know that the exhaust is good. All right? Okay. Well, what I want to do is drive it someplace and have them do everything. Is Action Auto able to test the cat? Well, I, I, I don't think that that's what's in your best interest, but you're welcome to do that. I, I, I don't, I, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't tell you what's wrong, so I can't tell you who can fix it. And um, I, I, I don't know why they didn't have the, the equipment, but if that's the case, then that's the case. We, we say that every once in a while ourselves. So, you know, and, and if you don't have a relationship with the shop and you've got a 93 car, um, perhaps it's time to, to develop one now. What part of town do you live in? I live at Cactus and Cave Creek. Okay. Well, there is a shop up there in that area that's not on my list, but you could try them. You can try Blackwell Automotive. Blackwell, where are they? They're on 40th Street. In, uh, uh, 40th Street, it's a mile south of Bell, whatever that street is. A mile okay. south of Bell on 40th Street. You might try that. Give them a call and see if see, see what they can do. But thank you very much, Dirk. Thank you very much. I'm going to put down 93 TBI GM, um, no idle, and we got that situated. Thank you very much, Dirk. Bob, good morning to you. How can I help you? Yes. Uh, hi, uh, Mark. Um, I have a uh, O2 Winnebago. It's got the 8.1 motor in it, and um, uh, I, I'm, I'm concerned because when I drive it, even uh, on the road or if I'm going on an incline, that the um, what happens is the uh, it, the motor warms up, and then the uh, uh, clutch fan kicks in and just roars, and then it cools it back down, and then it, it's fine. Um, I'm wondering. Uh, because the clutch fan miles and on that. the clutch fan and the uh, water pump have been replaced probably a couple of years ago, and uh, I'm wondering if there's something else going on like the thermostat or the radiator. Uh, no, <clears throat> no, because I mean, if the thermostat was stuck open, um, chances are you wouldn't be heating up the radiator enough to activate the clutch fan. If the radiator was plugged up, then the clutch fan wouldn't 
wouldn't be able to control the temperature. And as you got on the highway and as you went faster and faster and faster, it would get uh, hotter and hotter and hotter. Oh, really? So Cause it, it'll, the, it, it'll go like, uh, I'm thinking it's around two, uh, what, around 210? The What's the highest temp on the gauge? gauge? It goes up maybe around. Three, it goes up around maybe three. Sometimes around three quarters, and that's where the uh, clutch fan kicks in and pulls it okay. down. Okay. Now all of a sudden, I, I, I'm going to tell you, I don't think you have a concern here. Oh, really? Because I need that 8.1 in a, in a motorhome application to run between half and three quarters. Now, it'll run closer to half. When you're running flat ground in the winter, you go from here to quartzite, right. and it's going to run a half, five eighths. Okay. But when you go up, 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 you go up I-17, right. and it's it's June, July, and August. Then you say, well, June, July, and August, climbing the grade is should I be? Sh I should be at three quarters, and bingo, you're there. Okay. So yeah. half to three quarters is the operating temperature. But but wait a minute. It is not unusual for the clutch fan to activate because it senses heat from the radiator, and if it comes on at three-quarters and then it backs the temperature back down, that's the perfect scenario. It's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Great, great. So now, one other thing. Uh-huh. Uh, one other thing. There is my dad uh, passed away a long time ago, but my dad w was a guy who, who shopped prices, and it's, it's okay. He taught me lots. But my dad lived in Douglas, and that's 250 miles away. And so he used to bring his truck up here, and, and I was his youngest son, so he didn't really trust me to work on his car. <laughs> okay. But he used to bring his truck up, and he'd bring me a fan clutch from a local auto parts store that was like 29.95. And so about every six months, I would replace his fan clutch for him. So my wife would laugh at me. And so one day, um, he's in, and we're going to do it for the fourth time. And she says... May I remind you that one of the things you always say all the time is that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. And I said, okay, princess, what do you want me to do? She says, why don't you just fix it right? And she goes, what's fix it right? And I said, put on a new Delco fan, a clutch fan. How much is that? I said, well, that's the real issue here, honey. He's paying $30 for these cheap things, and that Delco's probably $200. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, then let's do it. So we put a Delco fan on there, never had to deal with a dad's truck again. So I want you to look at the receipt and Google the part number uh -huh. and make sure that it's a name brand fan clutch. Okay. And if you pay between two and $300 for the fan clutch, then you're home free. But if you pay $29.95 or if you let's say you pay less right. than 100 bucks for it, yeah, I mean, you paid what you got. You you got what you paid for. Really? So, but the so, performance um, tell. So, uh, with it kicking in, kicking in like it does, and it doesn't matter if I'm on uh, uh, level or upgrade, it still does it. It it'll it'll kick in, and then it'll um, the fan, and then it'll uh, you know bring the temp down, and then it'll just fade out. You know the clutch it fan. Yeah. It, it, it engages when it sees right. three quarters, and it disengages after it's cooled it off. Right. That, that performance is exactly it what was you supposed want. To do. Okay. That's uh, exactly. Okay, but you're saying that uh, I may have a uh, a clutch fan that may not be, uh, you know. All I want you to know is is that there's there's a, there's two kinds of clutch fans. 
the one that you have is performing exactly the way I would expect it. Okay. I'm just saying to you, pull the receipt out and look at how much you paid for it for a comfort zone. I'm trying to give you a comfort zone. Okay. So I'm I, because it's performing like it ought to. I'm thinking you paid three or four hundred bucks for that fan clutch. Oh and yeah. If that's it, the case, then okay. I'm talking about the part only, not the installation. I'm talking about yeah. the part only. Okay. Part so only. if you paid that, then that's the comfort zone I'm trying to give you. Wow. I'm saying you got a good clutch fan and it's performing properly, so don't worry about it. Okay, so you, you're uh, you're saying that it's fine then. Uh, I mean the way I do. the way the way I'm explaining it to you. Well, let me regurgitate it back to you real quick. Uh -huh. When it gets to three-quarter, the fan clutch comes on, and the fan clutch is capable of dropping the temperature somewhere between three-quarters and half, and then yes. the fan clutch kicks off. Yes. And then when it gets up to three-quarters, the fan clutch kicks on. That's perfect. That's, That's okay. exactly what's supposed to happen. Okay, yes. so it doesn't yes. matter uh, if I'm... Uh, you know, um, not on an inclined or anything. It's just that's normal. No, no, no. Separate, separate situation here. If you're on an incline and you see the temperature gauge rising to the three-quarter mark, right. that's normal. Okay. Okay. That's normal. When you're going flat ground, I want to see that temperature gauge somewhere between half and three-quarter, and it's more likely than not it's going to be down at five h to a half okay. because we're not pulling the load. I know. So that's what I'm the thinking. The temperature. Well, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. So the temperature gauge and the roadway are related. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Got to take a break, but thank you very much, Bob. The lines are open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, boy, now's the time. When we come back, I'm going to tell you how I got screwed the other day, <laughs> and, and, and I can laugh about it. But it's a $500 lesson I want to share with you. So we'll be back right after this. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified, we have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May. And I wrote this message. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade from my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. 
This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. November 8, 2016 was the most unusual night in my political life. And I was there in 1980 and 1994 and, of course, 2010 and 2014, other big waves. But Tuesday night was remarkable. Republicans picked up three governorships. They preserved their strong majority in the House. They held the Senate. And, of course, Donald Trump is president-elect of the United States. Almost no one saw this coming. I did not see this coming. President-elect Trump and Vice President-elect Pence deserve hearty congratulations. They also deserve a fair opportunity to put forward a governing agenda. As for me and for you, and I know many of you are earnest believers in our listening audience, President-elect Trump and Vice President-elect Pence deserve our prayers. Won't you commit to praying for our new leaders? It's a dangerous world, it's a divided country, and it's a new political landscape. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and the lines are wide open. If you want to talk about your car, car repair problem, or a symptom you have, or you want to tell a quick story, then 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I'm going to open the segment with two things. Number one, I'm going to tell you how I got taken advantage of, and I'm supposed to be the guru of not being taken advantage of, but I'm also going to read you something. This is from somebody who who's talked about one of my shops. We took our car to the service department for a recall notice, and I said, you know, um, can I make an appointment? And they said, no, just show up. So the lady shows up, and she's told, well, because you don't have an appointment, we can't take you. And the lady says, well, um, I, I called, and they said, I don't need an appointment. And then they said, okay, we'll take you. So he was also asked, the service writer was asked to see Take a look at a little leak that we see on our driveway, and it's by the left front wheel. So the husband and wife, they enter the waiting area, and they said, oh, it's the most beautiful waiting area. It had big screen TVs and coffee and fancy coffee and all that stuff. But the worst was coming around the corner. The service manager came in with a frown on his face and sat down beside me looking at his clipboard. He said, you have a big problem with your transmission, and the transmission was leaking and needed to be resealed and the cost is about $3,000. Well, I'm a 72-year-old carpenter, the guy says. I can do basic maintenance myself, but if it weren't for the three back surgeries I've had in the last five years, I would have checked this leak myself. And I told him, I'm not spending $3,000 today. And he said, this is something serious that you had better take care of in the next few weeks. About 10 minutes later, we saw our car being pulled around to the waiting area. I went to the service department to see if it was done, and I could get the keys. Well, the service manager was sorting paperwork, making copies, and wouldn't even acknowledge that I was standing at his desk, so he looked irritated. After about five minutes of ignoring me, I said, Sir, is my car ready? He says, Can't you see I'm getting the paperwork ready? Well, he seemed pretty upset because I declined his $3,000 reseal. So... I called Mark Salem and asked him to recommend a trusted transmission shop, and they sent me over to Automatic Transmission Exchange on 40th Street in Washington. So we took, we drove down there. You know why we didn't need an appointment there? I said, can you take a look at this? They put the car on the lift. They had a flashlight, a small mirror on a wand, and he found a clamp towards the top of the transmission that had secured two rubber hoses. The fix was to replace the two adjustable worm clamps with new clamps and, and a couple of hoses. So because we were at 70,000 miles, he said, you know what, why don't we service it because you're due for service and I can do that as well. So we said, sure, go ahead. 
So it's like $250 to fix the leak and service the transmission. So we took the car back, took a little longer than he said, but we were real happy. And he doesn't have the big fancy waiting room. He doesn't have the flat screen TV. He just builds and fixes transmissions. So to be perfectly honest with you, and he's writing now to the the shop, first shop. If one of your technicians would have shown me where the leak was coming from and recommended servicing the transmission, I probably would have paid you $500. It's my understanding that your service department runs on a commission. I think your service manager did to us. What he did was highly unethical. So he says, I'm not going back. Even though I bought the car from you, I'm not going back. I used to have a good feeling when I came there, but I'm not going to go back no more. So anyway, I think what that tells you is, is look at the difference here. A $3,000 overhaul, and he gets the leak fix for about 100 then he gets the transmission service for about another 150 which equals the 250 he ended up with. Automatic Transmission Exchange is a good guy. Phil knows the difference between right and wrong. He's the hero in this equation. He's the hero in this 75-year-old guy's mind, and he can be in yours. So Automatic Transmission Exchange is on Washington and 40th Street. Been around a long time, since 1968. So there's a story from a happy customer, and I'm happy to regurgitate that. All righty. Let's go to how Mark Salem got taken advantage. I was in another state, and this acquaintance of mine owns a motorcycle shop, and we... We had dinner with him and his wife a couple times, and I saw this little quad there, and I said, do you sell a lot of these? And he goes, oh, no. He says, I can never sell those, but you have to order them. And I said, well, I have a granddaughter that's old enough for a quad. Now, I says, how much you want for it? He goes, oh, I'll give it to you for $2,700. And I said, okay, all right, thank you. So I, w- I was on the other side of the state um, looking at a wrecked car, and my wife said, I'll go pick up the quad. And I said, okay. So I got the receipt, and and this is what it says. It says $2,700 for the quad. He charged me $208.13 for setup and prep. And realistically, um, that equates to almost three hours of his labor time. And I'm not quite sure what setup and prep means because all he had to do is take it out of the box. He installed some accessories of $175.64. So I said to him later, what did you install? And he says, well, we installed two wires to your battery so that you can plug in your trickle charger and keep the battery charged. I said, well, I must have missed the battery charger part of that. Do you, did I get that? He goes, no, just you just get the harness. Well, folks, the harness is literally two pieces of wire that are 10 inches long. That's it, $175. And we aren't done yet. The document fee. Well, I didn't want to title it in that state, so I took the MSO, the Manufacturer Statement of Origin. He just handed that to me, and the doc fee is $125. So between what he said he was going to sell it to me for and what he did sell it to me for, it was $514. And here's the lesson. The lesson is, is it doesn't make any difference what the car or the motorcycle or the motorhome costs. It's how much do you write your check for, and how did we get from point A to point B? I've preached that, but I'm going to admit to you that I did a bad job on this thing, and I paid $514 more than I should have if I would have just clarified a couple things. $514, set up and prep, $280 to unbox it. There's no set up and prep. Uh, maybe Maybe they put a gallon of gas in it. Okay, it still doesn't come out to $208. $176 to to loosen two battery terminals, 
and stick a harness onto each one, the red one on the red and the black one, and then just let it dangle. Let the other end dangle. That's 175. And then dock fee. There's no document fee. There was no title. There was no transfer of title. There's no registration. There's no insurance. There's no nothing. So I got a $125 dock fee. So I'm sharing that with you because when you buy something, you ask for the entire thing. And you'll find stuff in there that, 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 you know, they have a desert protection package that's $650. And document fees, I promise you, your document fee is going to be between $100 and $350. And they're going to have a pretty good wrap on why they charge you that much money. But in fact, that's a cost of doing business. They have people that do that work. And they charge individual people. Basically, you're paying someone $125 an hour to process your paperwork, which is mean take the car from the MSO and put it on a title and um, and give you a, a temporary plate and send you out the door. So just be cautious. That's all I'm saying is just be cautious. And um, that $514 still <laughs> makes me really, really mad. But you know what? I'm glad it didn't cost me a thousand. So I'm an optimist. I just as soon just say, hey, you know, uh, I'm okay. Um, I'll I'll just um, I'll just r r chalk it off as a lesson learned, so to speak. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We're going to come up against a break in about a minute and a half, and when we do, we'll be back in three and a half minutes, and then we'll take your call. But you can get in line right now. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Um, when we come back, we're approaching business people like me know that we're approaching the holidays. And, and what comes with the holidays is requests from our customers, our families, our friends to help out their friends with what our skills are. So in the car repair industry, Mark Salem is covered um, with people who want me to help someone they know. And we're going to talk about that, and I'm going to help you understand what it's from our point of view, but I'm also going to help you understand what to say to make it happen and, and, and help you understand what you can do. So if the little old lady next door to you needs some car work and you want to help her, I'm going to tell you how to best help her and what to say and what to be prepared for. Um, it's not good enough to just take her car over there and tell your shop to fix it and do it for free because the shop's inundated with those kinds of requests every holiday season. So we'll talk about that when we come back. 602-508-0960. This is Mark Salem at 960 The Patriot. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101.
Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. The Robert Graham Show, an insider's look. Politics, you can ignore it. You can be a passive bystander, and you can kind of watch these games play out around the country, or you can engage and be an active participant in something that's actually going to mean something. From the chairman of the Arizona GOP. We'll talk about Arizona. We'll talk about the world economics and things that are impacting the U.S. We'll look at the things that really matter to you. Sundays at 7 a.m. Brought to you by IQ Wealth Management and Steve Jurich. Steve Jurich here. Imagine a safe and secure IRA rollover with a 10% to 15% upfront bonus with a guaranteed growth rate on your income account of up to 6% to 10%. Rather than dumping your 401k or IRA into a market destined to fall and fall hard, imagine never having to take another market-related loss as long as you live. You've worked too hard and saved too long to throw away your money now. Call me today or visit TrustIQWealth.com. That's TrustIQWealth.com. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. And if you'd like to join us and you have a car question, a car problem, a car symptom, or you want to run an estimate by me, or whatever, then you can give us a call, 602-508-0960. Let me tell you about Larry Harker's Auto real quick. Larry Harker's Auto has been in business since 1967 at 38th Avenue in Indian School. Bob and Ellen run Larry Harker's Auto. Bob works the shop, and Ellen works the front counter. They're two wonderful people. They know right from wrong. They're good, honest people. But more important, Bob is probably one of the best diagnosticians that the Valley has to offer. He just has the tenacity necessary to follow a circuit to the very end or to follow symptoms and follow the checklist to the very end. He doesn't give up. And I personally have sent two or three very difficult problems to him, and his batting average is 1,000. He fixed them all. 
So if you're anywhere near 38th Avenue and Indian School, I would suggest that you make a have a relationship with Harker's Auto just because you may need them someday. But if you've got a problem in your car and you start the conversation off with, nobody in town can fix this, that's like waving the red flag in front of the bull. And so if you say that to Bob over at Larry Harker's Auto, he'll normally smile and say, you've been talking to Mark Salem. But he's really good at what he does. That's Harker's Automotive, Larry Harker's Automotive, and that's 38th Avenue and Indian School. Mel, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Uh, you just might have answered my question uh, because I I have a uh, 05 Avalon uh, Touring with about 125,000 miles, and I love that car. I've had Avalon since it came out in 95, and this particular car, I took it out for a drive, and I exchanged the two-year-old Avalon for this particular car because it was so um, so responsive. And I mean, it's, a, it's it was a sports model, and I don't know if you okay. know anything about the the touring, but they only made it for three years, and yep. that thing is very responsive. Really, I mean, it's truly a it's it's their sports car version, which I, I truly liked. Uh, anyway, okay. I took that car in for uh, to the dealer where I bought it. Uh, I wanted all the rubber chains, the belts, and the holes, and so forth. And when I got the car back, uh, the car was just not driving the way it was when I brought it in. And I went back and complained okay. to them a couple of times. And they said, no, hey, I, we put it on, on, a, uh, on a diagnostic, and there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, I said, look, the car just doesn't drive the same way. It just seems like it doesn't shift correctly. Uh, you know, they said, no. I even went as far as calling Toyota Direct, and they said the same thing. At the, they said they, their records are also the same as the, the dealership. But I know the car does not run the same way. And I've had a number of people, like, well, for example, my son just took it about two weeks ago, and he said, Dad, something is different from the car. It just doesn't. doesn't okay, okay. You know, right. we, we, the, let me ask you some questions here. That's part of this is give and take. What exactly did they do? Well, supposedly they changed all the hoses, the the drive belt. Uh, uh, really, that's about it. Did they that's... change the timing belt? No. Okay. All right. So all they did is belts and hoses. That's Correct. all they did. They didn't do any alignment. They didn't do any O2 sensor. They didn't flush the engine. They didn't clean the throttle blades. All they did is belts and hoses. That's that's all I paid for. Okay. All right. All right. You're going to be up against, you know, a brick wall here because I have two thoughts. Number one, they can't say this isn't their fault until they find out what it is. So we, our industry is under the obligation to go in there and figure it out. And, and then once we determine what, quote, it is, then everyone will know the problem. This happens to all of us. And we change an oil in somebody's car, and then three weeks later they complain it's running bad. And and we're obligated, and I'm not obligated for all the shops in town. I'm obligated for my own. We're obligated. We found the fuel filter 99% plugged. We replaced the fuel filter. I said, try that. And I said, now, I've got about $110 in your car for the fuel filter and the replacement of the fuel filter. Is that something you want to pay for? And they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's clearly not part of what you did, Mark, and it's just coincidental. But... I couldn't charge them the diagnostic time because they, they had just had the car in. So you, you obviously have worn out that welcome with Toyota National and the dealership. So at this particular point, you're going to have to take it somewhere else. But let me tell you, you better come up with something more than compared to yesterday, it doesn't run the same. You're it gonna doesn't have to feel come like it, with, it, it, 
it doesn't. It feels like the computer's been messed with because it doesn't feel like it's shifting properly. Uh, okay. And it, I don't know why. And I asked them, "Did you mess with my computer? Did you upgrade it or supposedly update it or whatever?" And they said, "No, we didn't touch it." But it's okay. that's what it feels like. Okay. It's not, it doesn't. It uh, just like I doesn't, said. Like I said, you better come up with something better than it doesn't feel like it. And 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 the transmission shifting could easily be the change of weather. And it's not uncommon for us to have problems that with the change of weather. So I don't know what's wrong with your car. You, you only have three choices here. You can start taking it around to other shops to determine if they can find something wrong. You can wait till it gets worse and easier to find. Or you can start throwing your money at it, and when you finally fix it, then everyone will know whose fault it is, and there's going to be one of two people involved in that fault chain, and that's you and them. So those are your only three choices. I'm not sticking up for your repair shop. I'm just saying the weakness in what you're telling me is what you're saying. And and that's so, that's so you, you can't just say it just doesn't feel the same and it doesn't shift right that's just not good enough and so that's a very subjective thing and you didn't say anything about a check engine light that you said that they scanned it and looked at it and and they didn't touch the computer as far as I don't know if they updated your software that could easily be the issue and they're denying it and if you want to do that go spend some money in another dealership and say to them and let's change the story around you say Hey, I took it into an independent shop, and I think they upgraded my software. Would you look to see if I have 05 software or what version I have, or are you capable of that? And they come back to you, and they say, hey, good news. 31 days ago, somebody upgraded this software. And then you say, okay, well, can you wind me back? And he says, yeah, I can wind you back. And you say, okay, fine. So then you go to dealer number one, and you say, you did upgrade my software. You didn't put it on my ticket, but you clearly did because 31 days ago, somebody upgraded my software and my car was in your facility, so I want you to unwind me and put me back the way you found me. You also open doors for other problems because typically software makes it run better, makes it shift better, makes the fuel economy better, makes the tailpipe emissions better, and you run a risk of stepping backwards. So I've given you all your risks, but I can't fix your car for you. I'm sorry. We'll be right back We'll be right, back right after this. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified, We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May. And I wrote this message. Nurse, I need you to apply pressure to the head wound until I can get to it. I'm concerned she's lost too much blood. Oh, no. You in the corner, who are you? You're not supposed to be here. She's my girlfriend, doctor. You need to wait out in the waiting room. Please, doctor, I want to stay with her. Look, she's been badly injured. So if you want to do what's best for her, 
You need to let us do our work. Please, doctor. She has to be okay. I didn't mean to do this. I love her. Wait a second. You were the driver? Yes, but I didn't mean to. I swear. We, we went to dinner. I, I was just buzzed. I only had a few drinks. Just buzzed? Why didn't you tell us that? In that case, your girlfriend is fine. Hey, sweetie. I feel great. You want to get out of here? I can't believe this. Really, doctor? She's really okay? What, are you kidding? No, not really. Nurse, get me a suture kit. Stack. Buzzed driving. Maybe we should stop acting like it's no big deal. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine, and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. It's uh, November 12th. 2016 and we're talking about car repair and if you'd like to join us if you have a symptom or a problem if we can talk about symptoms first and 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 just kind of fill me in on what kind of car make model year and mileage we're talking about and then we'll talk about symptoms and then perhaps if you've had some repairs made that didn't fix the symptoms then we'll discuss those and whether they were in the right direction or not so it's kind of a two-way discussion it's uh you tell me something and I ask you questions and you tell me something and I ask you questions. That's kind of how it works the best. So 602-508-0960 if you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960. Thompson's Auto Repair is the only repair shop in Mesa that I have on my list of best car repair shops. They deserve that position and they deserve being called one of the best repair shops in town, not to mention Mesa, all over. They've been repairing cars and stuff since 1970. They have ASE certified technicians. They follow up with friendly reminders telling you what your vehicle may be due for service. And Brian and Thelma, you only have to meet them once, shake their hand to understand that you're in good hands when you're at Thompson's Auto Repair. They're on Main Street just east of Stapley. They're centrally located, Main Street just east of Stapley. And they handle pretty much north to south, east to west for Mesa. They've got customers in every quadrant. If you don't have a repair shop, may I suggest you just go there for a quick oil change and see how you like them. Because I'm quite sure you'll like them a lot. That's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. We were talking about charities. And this time of the season, um, well, I'll give you an example. Got a letter from somebody the other day, or an email the other day. A gentleman says, I know this young lady doesn't have a husband, got young kids, um, has a 99 Honda, and the car needs a torque converter, and I'm wondering if you'll help her. And my response to him was this. Number one, it's a, oh, and by the way, the, the 
the torque converter was diagnosed by this shop over here and I do a little research and the shop over here is a performance shop and they make little bitty cars run really fast so I'm unclear about the relationship between their expertise I mean why would you go for to an upholstery shop if you have a paint question and so this performance shop may not be the best person to determine that the torque converter is bad but I said to this gentleman number one it's a bad idea to use a diagnosis on shop number one and then ask shop number two to affect the repair because when shop number two spends money for parts and labor to fix your charity car and it doesn't fix the car they are going to pull the plug on you at that point they're going to say nah I did what you asked me to do it didn't fix the problem that's your problem the second thing is is that when you're going to ask a repair shop to help you out perhaps you have someone a relative of yours that you want to help perhaps there's someone in your neighborhood you should come to the party with some money I know that for my shop my customers now these are people that do business with me if one of them were to come to me with a story or come to one of my kids with a story then there's always the possibility and we like it where the customer says can you give me an uh, you know you diagnosed it so the repair was three hundred dollars how about we split that can I pay 150 and you pay 150 now most shops are going to tell you we don't want the notoriety of helping you out because that just creates a whole different ball game for us so if you're in the newspaper because you did something nice you can expect for the next month to be covered with people who want you to continue to do nice on their behalf so those are the kinds of things it's not that 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 it's not the wrong thing it's not I'm not saying it's the wrong thing for you to do to try to help someone I'm just trying to help you successfully accomplish that goal and number one you need to have the shop that diagnoses it do the repair and if you want to financially participate just tell them how much you how much you're capable of doing if it's a three hundred dollar repair and the best you can do is is just a hundred dollars just tell them and 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 then it also helps if you're a customer of that shop so if they look at their file and see that you've been a customer since the late 90s and um, and you're you've never had a check bounce because computers give us that capability and you've always been a joy to deal with and then all of a sudden you want to talk about this little lady that's next door to you that needs some car repair help and she's on Social Security that that's the kind of customer we typically generally shops are willing to help and hopefully you're a customer and she's a customer and mm, that really works out well so just because the holidays are around the corner this is what's going to happen and I just suggest that that you pay attention to some of the parameters I've given you because that will enhance your ability for success uh, good morning Ann how are you today what can I do for you yes I have a 2003 Mercury I have had to have the fuel pump replaced twice um, Part of the problem that I had is still there, even after the okay. second one was replaced, in that when I give it a little bit of gas or you go up an incline, it sort of shudders. And it was doing okay. that before they replaced the uh, fuel pump. But I was smelling okay. gas. That's the reason I took it, main reason I took it to the shop. And they fixed okay. that. I no longer smell the gas. Okay. All right. Um, when what, let's go back to the very first fuel pump. Do you remember what the symptoms were that necessitated the fuel pump replacement the first time? Yes, 
it uh, it finally just wouldn't run. It just kind of coughed down and wouldn't run. Okay. Do you remember? Was that bill two hundred, three hundred, a thousand, twelve hundred? Do you remember what that bill was for the first was, fuel pump? It was over three hundred. Okay. And and what kind of mercury is this? Oh, what do you mean? What kind? Two thousand and three mercury marquee. Is that what you want? That marquee. That's what I was looking okay. for. And it that's a rear wheel drive car. Yes. Um. Yes. Yes. I'm sure okay. it is. All right. And the 300, what I'm driving at here is, is the 300 tells me that it's a, it's an engine-mounted fuel pump because the ones inside the gas tank um, start at about 800 and go towards 1,200. So that's the reason. I just couldn't picture which engine you had and where the fuel pump was at, but your price, you've helped me out immensely. Well, they have when told the fuel pump, that, wait, they've told me that it was in the gas tank. They have told me that it was, that they had to remove, okay. remove the gas tank. And that was three hundred dollars. Well, uh, maybe more. more? May, yeah, maybe closer to four. Okay. I don't remember the exact figure. I know it was over three. Okay, so if it won't start, and all they do is replace the fuel pump, then you're home free. the The problem with that is, is that there is no gas smell associated with the fuel pump inside the tank. So it's not like we're going to replace the fuel pump in the tank to fix a gas smell. There's lots of other places underneath the hood that can create a gas smell that have nothing to do with the fuel pump that's inside the gas tank at the back of the car. So I'm a little confused on how they got there. Not how you got there, but how they got there. So, and it's most recently you had the fuel pump replaced for the second time. And what was the symptom that necessitated that replacement? I still smelled the gas. And it okay. still had this kind of a shudder to it whenever you would uh, accelerate or, like I said, go up a little bit of a hill. Okay. Now, the gas smell is there all the time you're driving it or sometimes? No, it was only there, um, well, I noticed it two mornings uh, whenever I, after I had filled up the gas tank. I went out into okay. the garage and it was there was quite a, a bit of smell of the gasoline. Okay. Well, the... On top of the gas tank, there's this big ring, and there's a locking ring that locks it to the, the tank. And we unscrew the ring, and we lift the fuel pump assembly out, and there's a big old O-ring right there. And we have to get all that back in there right, and then we have to put that ring back in there, and we have to make sure that's all a fuel-tight connection. So that may have been why they went back in for, for the fuel pump is because we're leaking fuel at that O-ring, and your car is almost 13 probably 13 years old mm -hmm. uh, here's what my suggestion is have you always had good luck with this repair shop have, have you trusted them and, yes, and had a good it, relationship it's one of yours okay then you need to go back to them I, it didn't make any difference if it's mine or not you need to go back to them and you need to insist that the, you, they take a ride and you show them the shutter I would practice to determine how is it you can do that. And once you can do that every time, you don't go on Monday morning or Friday afternoon but for obvious reasons. But you just take it there and say, look, I want to deal with the shutter first. I want to fix the shutter first. So I want to demonstrate it to you. And I want you, whatever technician that you're going to have fix my car, I would like just to borrow him for 10, 15 minutes. And I am capable of showing him how to do it. Then I would like to sit in the passenger seat, and I would like to teach him how to make it happen. 
Okay. And, and that's what really needs to be done. Wait, you're cutting out. Hello? Stay with us, Anne. He's going to uh, re- be right back, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome to live radio. Here he comes. You've been, since you got the shutter, let's set it aside. Do you have the gas smell or is that gone? No, that that is gone since they repaired it. Okay, good. So all we've got is the shutter. Yeah. And once we determine what fixes the shutter, then we'll determine if it's related to the work that they've previously done. And I'm hoping if it is related to the work, they'll make the appropriate adjustments. Mm-hmm. So well, they have if, not, if, in all fairness, they have not refused. They have told me to bring the car back, and I will do okay. that as soon as I have time. But I just, when I heard your program today, I just wanted to ask your opinion. No, and and I think when and I listened pretty good because you said when I go up a, a slight incline and just give it a little gas, it shudders. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what you said? That's what I said. Okay, and I I listen carefully, and I think you just need to find a slight incline around that shop and go do it two or three times. And once you can master that, I promise you they're going to like the heck out of that idea because you're going to be one of the few people that's going to insist on demonstrating the problem. Um, most okay. people don't have time, okay. and so that's what I would do. And if you don't get satisfaction, then email me, and I'll arrange to get your car uh, uh, diagnosed, at least diagnosed. And then we'll all know if it's related to the work that they did. But give them another chance, please. Oh, okay? I, I will, and we've had a really good relationship and have been going there for a long, long time. Like I said, I only really wanted an opinion as to what you thought the problem was because Apparently, they didn't fix it the first time, but they are willing yeah. to look at it again. Okay. And, and and here's what I think. Your car's 13 years old, and how many miles does it have on it, ma'am? 58,000. Okay. So even though the, the, the car's 13 years old, it's only been around the world twice, and it really at 13 years should have four times that kind of mileage on it. So it could be a spark plug, and your car manual says don't change the spark plugs till 75 but in fact we have a spark plug or a wire or we've got some kind of an ignition malfunction that would normally be caught and serviced at the 75 mark but we're at the 58 mark mm-hmm. so and, and and in reality all those questions that we have today will be answered once you know the this problem solved so once you drive it three or four days and the shutter is gone then everyone will know a, is it related to their previous work, or B, is it not? And that, that's that's what you want for the comfort. Thank you for calling. Thank you very much, Ann. 602-508-0960, that's our phone number. We're here for another hour, so it's 58 minutes after the hour, and in, in about 50 seconds I'm going to say goodbye for about four minutes, and then we're going to come back on and we'll take your call. 602-508-0960. When we come back, I'm going to tell you about a couple of gray-haired guys that had a noise. And they spent $1,000 chasing the noise. Then they took it in for to the shop, and the shop diagnosed it in about six and a half seconds, and the repair was $180, and they don't want me to talk about it. <laughs> and so I'm going to tell you this story on a good example why you just don't decide to spend a whole lot of money without some kind of professional guidance. Heck, they could have had this diagnosed at any repair shop for probably less than 50 bucks. So, 602-508-0960. My name's Mark Salem. This is 960 The Patriot. We'll be back in about four minutes taking your car questions.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.